Hey, what's up, everybody? Welcome to the West Coast Sports Podcast. I'm your host, Richard Frias Guzman. And on today's episode, I am recording this on a early Wednesday morning. It is Wednesday, uh, November 9th, 2022. It is actually my beautiful wife's birthday, Rosa. Um, just I actually got done wishing her a happy birthday uh, before she or, or when she left for work. Um, so um, if you guys have a chance, definitely going to wish her a happy birthday. You can can do it on my page. You guys can do it on her page that I'll be mentioning uh, later on down the uh, in in the commercial as well or in the middle of the podcast. Uh, so guys, um, just to go ahead and give you guys a little overview of today. Today is going to be a two part episode. It will be about the Los Angeles uh, Lakers and it will be about the uh, Las Vegas Raiders. We'll start off with the Raiders as they are in the middle of their week. Um, they're just kind of practicing, getting things prepared. Uh, they're getting ready to host the Indianapolis Colts uh, this Sunday. And then the Lakers, they have finished their first 10 games of the season. They are playing tonight again against the Clippers. It's a, a road slash home game at the same time. It's in Crypto.com Arena, but it's a Clippers home game, so to say. But we all know that those are also Laker home games as well. So, guys, uh, just to go ahead and get right into the podcast, I will be talking about the Los Angeles or the Las Vegas Raiders. Uh, they are in the middle of their week. Uh, they're just kind of getting practice going. Uh, there's been all kinds of uh, rumors, all kinds of talks going on when it comes down to the Raiders. Uh, you know, the if you guys have been following following football, the the Colts they actually uh, fired their head coach, and a lot of people had been talking or asking, are the Raiders looking to do the same thing with Josh McDaniels? And I know why a lot of people could be asking that, or I know why a lot of people could be thinking that that's going to happen. But I'm going to be telling you guys right now, I really don't think that's going to be happening. Um, I want it to happen in, in some cases. Don't get me wrong. Um, you know, if you guys have probably seen it, I believe CBS Sports, I believe all kinds of media sources have put it out there. I talked to my coworkers actually about it as well. Um, through the whole history of the Raiders, I believe it was since 1960 till last year, 2021, the Raiders have only given up five 17 and 0 leads. This year alone, we have given up three of them. So to me, if that's not something to be alarmed about, then there's definitely, I mean, that that's, if there's not something to be alarmed about, be after, except for that, then that's the one thing you need to be alarmed about. And that's a hundred percent grounds to go ahead and fire a coach. Like who gives up three 17 and 0 leads? That's, that's ridiculous. Um, the, even the past two coaches that have done that, I believe one was, if I saw correctly, the 2022, the 2020 Colts, they, they did that and they fired their head coach. Uh, the 2003 Falcons, they did that as well, and they fired their coach that same season. Now, with history, you would expect that to happen. Now, I'm going to go ahead and throw this out there as a, you know, super wild, super crazy take. Uh, I, I had a, my, my co-worker actually got to go ahead and bring this up. I'm actually one of our lead technicians at my job, uh, Tony. Uh, if you're listening to this, um, shout out to you, bro. <laughs> But uh, he actually mentioned it, you know, um, you know, just kind of like bar talk or something like that or barbershop talk, you know, things that people kind of throw out there. But I've heard this thing of um, and it makes sense a little bit, honestly, because um, you can honestly see that this team can maybe be like, hey, we can throw away one season to go ahead and come out better the next season or something like that. But what um, what has been going around or what I've been hearing, because other than my coworker, I've been hearing it in other places as well now, too. You know, the. Um, the talks is that 
maybe Josh McDaniels, uh, the whole coaching staff, even all the way up to management with Dave Ziegler have this idea of, hey, if you don't think we're going to be able to make it far into the playoffs or something like that or potentially compete for a Super Bowl, then let's go ahead and start tanking. Yeah, I'm going to play good in this and that, but then, you know, do something to handicap or to handcuff the team in order not to go ahead and come out with the victory. And if, and if they're doing this enough, then hopefully they can get into a position where they can actually draft the quarterback, a good quarterback in the in the draft, have him sit behind Derek Carr, and then there you go. Now, I get it. I get why you want to do something like that. But, damn. I mean, the team was just a playoff team not a season ago, and you were hoping maybe they would build off of that. And especially with the players that they ended up getting over the offseason, you definitely saw potential for that, right? Now... I can again I can understand why maybe the team might be wanting to go and do that. There's a lot of great quarterback talent coming up in the NFL draft. Um, you know, I believe um what's his name's uh Young. Uh Young is an absolute monster. This dude looks like he's gonna be a great quarterback coming up in the NFL. Um, but again, you really don't know. You you know, there's all kinds of cases. I mean, and I don't wanna mess up I don't wanna go ahead and mention this horrible name again, but Jamarcus Russell. You know, that, that was a, one of the last quarterbacks that we ended up drafting besides Derek Carr, you know, before Derek Carr. And that didn't really work out all that well. You know, we have to go to be very, very, I mean, of course, it's a totally different um, coaching staff, totally different ownership team or, you know, or not ownership team, but a different, um, uh, you know, general manager. You know, you'd have a whole different staff when it comes down to all that. So you definitely maybe have some more confidence with that. But at the same time, you really want to go ahead and tread lightly i think in some kind of a situation like that if you really are thinking that this team is is going to be tanking then damn you know it kind of goes against everything that we kind of stand for when it comes down to being raiders our whole motto is just win baby right we don't care i i really wouldn't care if we would if we would be just another playoff team i don't even care that we would have to go to the super bowl but if we just build off of what we did last season that's good enough for me you know, I'm just sick and tired of just seeing this team continuously be a, a under 500 team, you know, but again, that's just me. I'm just a podcaster. I'm just a fan when it comes down to it. But um, there has been a lot of other things. I mean, I think uh, Jonathan Abram, he's actually been released from the Raiders. Um, you kind of saw that happening. Um, I just don't think that they were able to come up with a trade partner in order to go in and get something out of him. So I believe that they just decided to go ahead and, um, you know, clear up a roster spot and go from there. Um, I know, I think it was like two weeks ago, I was talking about that this would be an evaluation season for the team, and it's looking like that, that's exactly where it's leading to, especially with Jonathan Abram being let go. Um, we actually have some reinforcements coming in. I believe his name is Sidney Jones, uh, formerly of the Seahawks. He was, I believe, drafted by the, by the Eagles. Um, dude's a, a solid cornerback. I mean, he's not any, he's not, he's no Daryl Reeves. He's no, uh, you know. Uh, Jalen Ramsey or anything like that. He's no, you know, uh, Charles Woodson or nothing like that. But uh, dude's a solid, a solid cornerback. You know, he's um, he's he was actually, if it might, from what I've been hearing, uh, with the Seahawks, he was only let go because there were so many other players that were able to kind of fill in that spot for him. And you can definitely understand that when it comes down to that. I mean, if you have a player, if you have multiple players who are playing very good in that same position eventually somebody's just going to get pushed out of that position and just you know unfortunately with jones they just ended up finding a way to be able to just kind of let him go and the raiders decided to go to pick him up um i mean with all the injuries and everything that's been going on especially with nate hobbs and rocky Asin, he's solid but he's not he's nothing special he's nothing nothing to write home about 
Um, I really wish, and you know, every single time I see the Eagles play, I really wish we would have signed uh, James Bradbury. You know, just imagine having, uh, especially if Nate Hobbs would have been healthy, you would have Nate Hobbs, James Bradbury, uh, you had Rocky Sin, and even if we would have still signed Sydney um, or Sydney Jones, that would have been a super solid, uh, you know, cornerback or cornerback core. Now, uh, overall, we'll see what happens when it comes down with this team. I am very excited to go and see maybe what else happens later on down the season. Maybe we can actually build off of something. But if it is true, that whole take that I had and everything, maybe we're going to be in for a really long one, guys. Um, but hopefully, you know, things can turn around maybe the, the year after that. And I know maybe some of you are thinking, hey, didn't the Raiders maybe trade away their draft picks? But that was actually for this year. The, the trade that we got for Devontae Adams was our first and second round pick, but it was for this year's drafts, not not next year's draft. So uh, we do have our first and second round. Uh, we I think it's a great way in order for the for the Raiders to build up some depth and build up a lot of um you know to go and move things into the right direction. But uh, hopefully they don't have to go to and tank a whole season in order to get to that. You know I was really hoping that maybe the Raiders were able to go and maybe compete. Uh, or maybe even go deep and in, deeper into the playoffs this season maybe at least come up with a playoff victory or something like that then that would have been probably the goal right there in my opinion but we'll see what happens um overall there's been all, all kinds of stuff people talking about fire Derek carr fire josh mcdaniels fires the whole damn team you know but you got to understand that there are some bright spots on this team and everything you have you have Devonte adams you know you just really need to go in and just get everything dialed in when it comes down to that guy you have a guy like Max Crosby, that guy, he's out there every single day competing. You have a guy out there of Josh Jacobs, he's out there every single day competing. You know, you have these guys who you can at least build off of. So you have a lot of bright spots when it comes down to the team. And it's just a matter of hoping that they notice that and that they don't have to go and completely change up the team. And I'm hoping that this Raiders team is at least somewhat familiar next season. But again, we'll see what happens. Um, I mean, it's a long season. I think what we still got nine games to go, if I'm not mistaken, or something like, like eight or nine games. So we'll see exactly what happens later on down the season. I'll be doing a coverage on every single thing on Friday. We'll even do like a little uh, preview for Sunday's game against the Colts and all that. Uh, so now that we're uh, so with uh, speaking of preview and everything, I am going to be doing a preview of the Los Angeles Lakers and the Clippers um, here shortly. I do just uh, want to take a quick minute and remind everybody. Uh, speaking, um, I, as I mentioned, I'm as I mentioned earlier, it is my wife's birthday today. Uh, so uh, again, happy birthday to you, Rosa! I love you so much, and uh, again, don't know what I would be doing without you. Um, you know, thank you so much for your support and everything. Uh, she was a big reason why I actually ended up making this podcast and everything. So thank you again for that. Uh, so, if guys, if I haven't reminded you, if I haven't, if I haven't told you about this, um. If you have any kind of, um, you know, celebration or anything like that coming up, any kind of event, you know, especially with the holidays and everything coming up, uh, go ahead and do me a favor and check out my wife's um, Instagram page. It is Rosie's Designs EST 2022. I'll also be tagging it on my Instagram page when I uh, post the when I post the page or when I post the, the, the podcast. And speaking of which, if you guys have been looking at for, looking at, uh, for it on Spotify, it is not on there. Um, I don't know what's been going on, but I'm hoping to get that fixed so that way you can continue to get my episodes uploaded there. Uh, so um, speaking of uh, those uh, chip bags, so if you go to Rosie's Designs uh, EST 22, 2022, you'll see that she has a lot of customized chip bags 
where you know she can put her own design on there make them personal for whatever kind of event you got going on or say it's a, a birthday for somebody she can put on there happy birthday you know suzanne or whatever the case is you know um happy birthday and put a picture of them or something like that even you know there's all kinds of different things that she can do i'm really really impressed sometimes with the things that she can do with it but uh, definitely going to check it out um, you'll be definitely in a, like, impressed um, one of the things i would say is that they look way better in person than they do on the picture the picture doesn't do it justice but definitely going to check them out if you um, have any questions going to shoot her up a uh, dm or something like that and see see what she can do for you um, but if you guys uh, again if you guys have any kind of um, parties events anything especially with the holidays coming up check it out again it's rosie's designs est 2022 so guys, uh, with that being said, I do want to go ahead and just uh, bring up the Los Angeles Lakers here. They are underway again tonight against the Los, Ange uh, Los Angeles Clippers. They unfortunately lost their two last games. Um, I know I was going to be, I was going to go ahead and uh, try to get a podcast up yesterday. But with the Lakers having basically back-to-back -back games and having all these things coming up, I wanted to make sure to go ahead and get a podcast out and uh, just kind of preview today tonight's game. And talk to you guys a little bit about um you know what can overall happen what i think can happen you know just overall about the game so guys the well the past two games the cavaliers and, and the jazz damn all, all i can say is damn i don't know what happens to the defense i'm really hoping that they find something and they can build off of something with the defense because that's what they were hanging their hat on, you know. And it seems like now that now that now that the offense is getting a little bit a little bit better, they're sacrificing so much on the defensive side. You're letting teams score 130 points on you, 100, you know, 76 points on you in the half, you know. So I mean, it's a little ridiculous when you kind of see that kind of stuff. You don't really, really expect that kind of stuff in the NBA, you know. I feel like you expect more stuff like that maybe like in like high school games or something like that. But again. It is it is what it is when it comes down to it. Um, you know, you're you know that this team obviously has um, some things that they need to work on, things that can definitely get better. Um, I, in some of the podcasts that I even listen to, and what I've kind of noticed is that AD's defense is amazing, and I mean, and we can kind of always tell that you know he's the perfect kind of a center that you want to have, especially in today's modern NBA. But he doesn't want to play center. And you can tell that in his offensive game that he's not all that comfortable playing in the center position. Uh, he operates differently from most players, from most centers, from most wings. So he's not any kind of a player like that. He, you can't play him just like a center. You can't play him just like a wing, anything like that. He's totally different. I think the only player that you can maybe, maybe, maybe compare him to would be Giannis. But even then, their games are so different. You know when it comes down to it but um when it comes down to ad i am hoping that maybe when thomas bryant comes back or maybe if there is a trade that brings miles turner in you know wink wink lakers wink wink you know if you can get miles turner dude just dropped what 33 37 not that long ago he's been playing like a man possessed but anyways if you guys bring in a center that can actually slot Anthony Davis into that forward position, it puts him more in a position where he can go ahead and roam around. He can be, he can wreak havoc. He doesn't have to concentrate only on the basket and he can provide help. Now, just imagine you have Anthony Davis as a help defender, not even your main defender. He's a help defender. 
So that means that the player is probably not even accounting for him. You know how many more blocks this guy is going to be able to get like that? Especially if you have another guy like a Miles Turner as a blocker, as another rim defender. Just imagine. But again, that's just me. That's just what I'm thinking. That's just me being a podcaster. Again, I've been advocating for the Lakers to go ahead and trade for Miles Turner for quite some time now. I think that that would be the absolute best Twin Tower combo that you could ever come up with. I mean, that's like Andrew Bynum and, and Paul Gasol again, in my opinion. That, that's what I see there. I see Andrew Bynum and Paul Gasol there. But Andrew Bynum can shoot three-pointers if it was Miles Turner. You know, thinking about like thinking like that. Think of Miles Turner and, and Anthony Davis. That is Andrew Bynum right there. But Andrew Bynum, imagine if he could shoot threes. This might like that'd be crazy. Anyways, but again, guys, I really do think that if the Lakers are going to be doing something, um, hopefully they can make some sort of a trade to bring in the right kind of a big man, bring in some shooting. Um, one of the guys that I'm hoping that can come in that can maybe slot things a little bit better is Dennis Schroeder. Um, Pat Bev has been out for a couple of games now, and he's typically been the guy who kind of brings the ball up, who kind of directs traffic and everything. He's good at that. Don't get me wrong. He's good, but he's not great. You can definitely tell that there's a difference between Pat Bev doing that, Russ doing that, and LeBron doing that. Where you have okay, good, and then great. You know, great being LeBron, good being uh, Russ, and then okay being uh, Pat Bev. And that's no knock on Pat Bev or anything like that. It's just not what he's done for the majority of his career. You know, even uh, you know, I've never really followed his. Uh, his college career or anything like that or any kind of or anything before the NBA but as far as I know Pat Bev has never really been the floor general kind of a point guard um, you know if you have a guy like a Dennis Schroeder who's used to doing something like that who can start and then you have a guy like Russ who's doing that with the bench team that's incredible I think that's a great uh, recipe for success when it comes down to it you're hoping that maybe something like that can definitely happen hopefully Sometime this week, we get some sort of an update on Dennis Schroeder. We get an update on Thomas Bryant. Hopefully, these guys come back and can kind of slot things a little bit better for the team. And you kind of start seeing a little bit of uh, of, a pro- of uh, some progress overall with the team. Um, I mean, uh, what else can I say really when it comes down to the Lakers? Um, uh, I'm really just kind of hoping that maybe some sort of a move does happen. Again, if Miles Turner and Buddy Hill can become... Lakers and Lakers don't have to give up. If even honestly, if you have to give up the two first rounds at this point, who cares? Um, I've been saying it for a long time. Who cares? You know, f them picks. You know, when it comes down to it. But again, I'm not. I'm just a podcaster. We'll see what Rob Palinka, what the Lakers decide to do. We'll see what happens with the Pacers and everything and all that. But uh, just to preview tonight's game, I don't believe Kawhi Leonard's going to be playing. He hasn't been playing for the past couple games, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, but we'll see exactly what happens with that. Um, I've been waiting to see an injury report. Um, I'm waiting to see even if uh, LeBron's going to be playing. He did not play against the Utah Jazz on Monday. Uh, so we'll see exactly. Or was it Sunday? I think it was Sunday. Um, yeah, sorry. It was Sunday. Uh, so he didn't play. Uh, but anyway. Um, oh, no. It was Monday. Sorry, guys. Um, so with um, with that uh, with, with that being said, uh, you know, we'll see if LeBron ends up playing. I'm pretty sure the majority of the other players are going to be playing. Uh, maybe just Pep, with the exclusion of Pat Bev or something like that. But, um, I mean, o- overall, you're just kind of hoping that the Lakers um, 
can work on this shooting. Maybe the shooting is going to come around. I mean, you kind of have been seeing that they're getting closer to 33, 35% um, uh, in a game rather than their 21, 22, 23% that they were getting before. Uh, so you definitely like to go and see those numbers a little bit better. Um, I'm just hoping now that they actually work on the defense. You know, if they can continue what they're doing on the offensive side, but go go back to what you were doing before on the defensive side. And I think we're we're working with something. You know, I think we'll be end up working with something. Um, the the last game against the Clippers, we're actually right there, uh, pretty pretty much neck and neck with them for the majority of the game. Uh, there were some times that the that the Clippers jumped ahead a little bit, but overall we were able to go ahead and keep it keep up with them. If um, maybe there's something different that'll happen with this with this game, hopefully the Lakers are able to work on them and and actually, um, you know, I, in my opinion, if we really really attack the basket, it'll be the best way to go to go forward. Um, Zubak is is good. He's a, he's a good rim protector and everything this and that. But hopefully we can get him away from the from the painted area by bringing him out or something like that. Hopefully have putting him. Uh, hopefully so he's on somebody that's gonna have to force him to go out to the three point line or at least a little further away from the from the basket. So we'll, we'll see exactly what happens with that game. Um, it's really just going to come down to if the Lakers are able to play defense as, as they have been earlier in the season. Um, if they, even if even if their offensive, um, even if the offense is not quite what they've been kind of doing lately. Um, even though I would love to go and keep that up and everything, but if they get some sort of you know help from Lonnie Walker. You know, because that's one of the biggest things, especially when you have a team that's stacked with um, three guys who are making max contract deals or who have ma who have max contract deals. The re you really are hoping that somebody on the rest of the team, but everybody is pretty much on uh, meta um, veteran minimums, except for what two players, uh, Kendrick Nunn and and um, uh, Lonnie Walker the fourth. But so, I mean, what, what are you really expecting from these guys, you know, who are all on veteran minimal contracts? You know, you're really expecting these guys to be super um, efficient 3 and D kind of players. That's a little bit of a hard ask, if you ask me. But um, you're hoping that maybe Troy Brown Jr. or you know Lonnie Walker is able to come up with a 15, 18 point game or something like that to kind of help out a little bit more with the team, you know. Um, when you have just a bunch of guys who are just making six, eight, ten points, you know, here and that's it, 12 points at the most, like that helps. But, you know, if you get something like 15, 18 points, that's that's a big game changer, I think, in my opinion. But um, and that, that's what really a lot of teams that have all, all the star power, you know, that have um, multiple guys on max contracts. You know, that's all you're really looking for, just for one of the other guys to step up a little bit and, and uh, alleviate some of that. Uh, some of that burden or some of that from the star players, you know, from having to do it every single night. You know, you definitely expect that maybe in the playoffs and this and that, but in order to do that every single night in the in the regular season, it becomes a little exhausting, I can imagine. You know, but again, uh, we'll see what happens with this game. I am excited to see the Lakers play against the Clippers. I am... I'm thinking it's going to be a good game, hopefully. And um, hopefully I don't have to get too pissed off, uh, you know, maybe in the third quarter or anything like that. You know, as we've been knowing, the Lakers tend to give up a lot of their leads or a lot of their games in the third quarter. But we'll see what happens. Um, I'll be doing a like a like a post game kind of a deal on it as well. Once um once the game is over, I'll most likely save that for Friday. But we'll see what happens um, as well in that game. But uh, until next time, guys, if you guys have any questions or anything like that, again, definitely feel free to hit me up. You have uh, my Instagram page and you have my Twitter page. 
both are going to be the same handle west coast pod 702 west coast pod 702 you can find me on there shoot me up a dm if you have any questions maybe you want to talk some basketball maybe you want to talk a little bit of football uh, baseball whatever the case is anything you guys want to talk about i'll be happy to go in and um you know address it bring it up on the show uh, if you just want to ask a question anonymously that's fine as well but definitely go in and check it out you guys can again it's west coast pod 702 but um, until next time, guys, we'll most likely talk to you guys on Friday. I'll be doing a po- um, post game on the Lakers and doing a little bit of a preview on the Raiders as well. But I hope you guys have a great Wednesday. Hope you guys have a great week. I'll talk to you guys on Friday. Peace.